Okay, I'm going to cold open with a question that I think I know the answer to, but I'm not sure. Have you ever, due to eating, just unbuttoned your pants in public? All the time. See? No, I was just thinking now because my I never wear jeans, and these aren't even really jeans that I'm wearing right now. They're, like, pretty stretchy. But the thing I don't like is when they, like, cut into your side in a weird way, or they just can get sometimes a little uncomfortable. And where was I recently that someone unbuttoned their pants? I don't. I don't remember, but it was, I, now you're going to have to text me, Andy. I don't read lips. Anyways, anyways, uh, yeah. So I was just wondering, and I feel like that's something you would do, Kat. All the time. I've done it at work and left it as such. Mm. Mm-hmm. That makes oh sense. That makes sense. Literally all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Checks out. Well. Ah, welcome I to also, the spot, I also kids. love. I also love that you just like knew that that's a thing I would do. Yeah, like it just. I. It was. Some people go into conversations already having their mind made up or already <laughs> knowing the answer to something, but they do it anyways just for funsies. And that mm-hmm. was one of those times. Yeah, you got to do it. Comfort overall, you know. And it was a little bit like more podcast appropriate for me to ask you instead of being like, "Cat, tell the listeners how you unbutton your pants." <laughs> Tell the listeners. Yep. I'm mostly a, a leggings person more mm-hmm. often than not. Usually if I wear jeans, especially if I wear like denim denim, because if I do, it, it's usually black denim mm-hmm. or like maybe a gray. But when I wear just like straight denim, people are like, whoa, you own jeans? I'm like, yeah. So if you're wearing <sighs> leggings all the time, what do you do when you feel like you need to unbutton your pants? You can't. You have leggings on. Yeah, they just stretch with you. They they move with your body. Yeah, but it's still like not the same satisfaction of unbuttoning your your top button. I guess I could roll them down or something, yeah, let and true. let my tum tum hang over them. That's <laughs> true. Isn't that something like pregnant people do? Probably, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, welcome to the unbuttoning pants podcast. Mm-hmm. That's right. In order to get to the V spot, you have to start by unbuttoning your pants. <laughs> also, also right. Andy's typing something, but it's true. Mm-hmm. It's just true. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, I'm Danny. And I'm Kat. Great. That's great. It. Well, thanks for joining us tonight. How are we done? No, but I was about to tell folks to get comfortable, unbutton your pants, listen, <laughs> listen to the soothe sounds of our voices. Kick, kick up your feet. Yes. Cuddle the cat that you have in your lap. And if you don't have a cat, sucks. Mm-hmm. I really hope none of mine cause any trouble like last week. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't actually listen to it fully um, after Andy edited, but... um. Who was, oh, it was Amy we were talking to. And she was like, I thought someone died. I haven't, I didn't listen, I haven't listened to the episode, but I was telling Allie what happened. And I was like, I don't know if you listened to our most recent episode, but there might be a surprise. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if Andy edited it out or not, or what the situation is, but there might be a really alarming surprise. (laughs) Yeah. Like it literally sounds like someone died. I'll have to listen just so I can hear mm-hmm. mania. How how have they been acting? Uh, we've got some night terrors, but um, other than that, he's he's coming out of his his shell quite a bit. That's nice. Yeah. Do you want he's a kitten? A rambunctious, but do I want a kitten? Yeah, you can have the kitten. He won't shut up. The one in my house. You that train has left. That train has I left know. the building. Mm-hmm. Your window with which to pawn that kitten off on me has closed. You never wanted him. He was an orange. That's true. But he's very handsome. Oh good. Oh my god, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. Oh good, good, good. Round two, it seems. That could be our new thing. You may have to instigate them now every episode to have that happen. I I don't even I don't I don't even know I, I don't even know. Can you start um keeping the fur for me that you collect from <laughs> these kind of fights? Absolutely. I swept up Marlon's room the other day, and there was like an entire cat worth of black fur from who knows what. Oh, who knows? See? see, it could be mm-hmm. a finger puppet. 
That's weird. V-Spot finger puppets. Oh, there you go. Native I'm cat s- hair. I'm going to start sending people V-Spot finger puppets. Yeah. There's your marketing right there. Yeah. And I mean, you can pick the cat. We have many from for which you can choose. That's right? true. Yes. Right? Or you can... You could make one from my hair. Yeah. <laughs> or you can give us a dollar to not send you a cat hair finger puppet. <laughs> Or they could send a um, a stamped return envelope in addition to their own cat's hair and a sum of money, and you could make cat puppets out of their cats and send Ooh, it back. Custom order, yeah. Custom order. I could definitely do that. Mm-hmm. How would we guarantee it's not some other form of hair, though? Like, I mean, obviously well, not like pubic sort of... hair or something. Like that. Oh That's my not god. <laughs> What? It's a thing? It better not be a thing. People better not make puppets. Oh, oh, not that. I don't... What? What? Do you think that is a thing? Someone Google it. better not be dumb Google Google it. it. (laughs) This episode is going to take a turn if you Google it. Andy, Google it. Is he Googling it? I can't tell by the look on his face. He is. Yeah. We could just just take the hair off the mannequin in Amy's basement. What? (laughs) Yeah, what is it, Fifi? I almost don't want to know. I think it's Fifi. Um, yeah, there's a uh, there's a mannequin in Amy's basement. To, Why? It's laying up. Uh, her grandmother was a collector of fine items. Okay. And um, there's a lot of lamps and different antiquities and things like that. And there's like a there's a skeleton. In like hanging, um, in like a little just closety kind of thing, um, and it's mm-hmm. an actual like human skeleton, not a replica. And then That's there's awesome. a mannequin, um, lounging on a a chaise lounge, um, and she's in the buff, and she is anatomically correct. Okay. With her hair. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I I'm I don't know. Yeah. Oh no. Now it's real hair, but like it's real human hair, but we don't know where the hair originated from, right? Because it could have been someone's their head of hair that they then glued onto uh, this mannequin's body, or it could not be. What the fuck? I was just gonna say. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, this is weird. Yeah. Is that vegan? It's not fur. Yeah. It's hair. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know about I mean, the puppet. I imagine it was given willingly, right? <laughs> In theory, if not, I have that a lot is of questions. Anyway, um, do you have anything relevant? <laughs> Let's just also <laughs> for just a moment say that it's on Flickr.com, which I feel like really adds to the fact that it's a naughty puppet. Flickr. V-spot. Anyways. What? I am distracted. Okay. Are you looking at the puppets? Um, yeah, I clicked on the website because I was curious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. What you got? Uh, what you got for relevant, me? Relevant. Relevant. Um, well, I was thinking we could read some emails, past emails Ooh, um, from well, folks. Let's do it. I don't know if you want to do that first or... If we want to yeah, do that do after. We could do that. Oh, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, how many do you ha- how many do we have to read? Um, a couple. Okay. Well, you I don't know. You're applying. You're going to be on a committee and things. We could talk about cuz that's like kind of pop culture, right? That's what's leading yes. into what we're going to talk about. So we could do that and then read the emails. What the, which way? You want to do that? Sure. All right. Tell me about your committee you're joining, Kat. I don't really know anything about it yet. Oh, well, that was a short-lived conversation. <laughs> I guess maybe stay tuned. <laughs> what, what is it at the very least? I, I honestly don't know. Like, I, What's I, the name of it? What's I the organization? I, you don't I know? Don't, I, I mean, I do, but like, I don't really know anything. There's no like officiality or like, um, uh, I don't really know what, what I'm going to do quite yet 
I, I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted because I'm looking something up that I'll share with you later. Um, 64. Okay. Is it more finger puppets? No, it's not. <laughs> you just told Vanessa to drink. And he got in the wrong group conversation. <laughs> anyway. The, anyways. Um, yeah, no, I guess we can. Um, I, do you have any, any actual pop culture? Uh, no, not. Um, I'm trying to think. No, not really. Other than just literally five minutes ago, I was. Um, wait, what? Oh, there she is. Um, I was playing The Sims and I just took another no, which I mentioned in the past. Their um, food, their Sims food that is labeled vegetarian friendly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's you can make your <laughs> you can make your um your sim a vegetarian and then all the food is labeled, which I thought is very thorough cuz you could have like I don't know, right? Like they could have been like you can make your sim vegetarian and then you assume animal crackers are vegetarian, fish and chips is not, but they actually like labeled it when you go oh. to make like make the food. I don't know, it's just something interesting. Um, I, this is not vegan related at all, but it's you related, so <laughs> it's relevant. Um, so I have been totally obsessed with watching Riverdale. That's like, it's my new Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars is so much better. Um, they're but... also taking Pretty Little Liars off Netflix, so be glad that you watched it. No! Why? Yeah. Why would they do that? Yeah. That's the worst uh, I... news I've heard. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. I'm very upset. Anyway. Um, Did you on... look at the picture on your phone? Because you're about to get more upset. <laughs> Uh-oh. Anyway. Um, oh, no! Okay. One thing at a time. <laughs> One thing at a time. Okay, so real quick. On this season of um, Riverdale, I won't, like, spoil anything because I really think you should watch this show because you would love it because it's so freaking ridiculous and very Pretty Little Liars-esque. Um, but the kids get into this game called – oh, my God, I can't think of what it's called. But it's something in Gargoyles, and they keep calling it G and G. What is it called? Something in Gargoyles. But essentially this game, like, like makes you go crazy and, like, everybody – there's, like, murder and it, like – Everybody gets obsessed and starts killing each other or themselves or it's just completely outrageous. And I keep laughing because I'm like, you D&D nerds would totally play G&G &G and then start murdering each other. So you should totally watch it so that you can learn all about this new game. All right. Okay. I'm here for it. Okay. I'm actually about to uh, learn a new version of D&D. It's called Pathfinder. I'm not excited about it, but I'm desperate to play. So, anyways. Okay. Um, I really don't want to, like, get too off topic here, but I really need to know more about why Amy's grandmother has the mannequin <laughs> in her basement. <laughs> this is not just, like, I, I, this is not just, like, an I collect weird things, so I have this in my basement. This is, like. Yeah. Th hey. This is. So, oh, you want me to paint you a word yeah, picture? Paint the, okay. the folks she, at home. She wants to be painted like one of your French girls. That's what I'm <laughs> seeing in this photograph. Mm -hmm. She's even on a um, like a similar bed to the one Rose Dewitt Bucator finds herself on mm -hmm. in that scene in Titanic. Mm -hmm. It's like a purple, um, you know, purple like um, royal purple, if you will, like very very. Uh, artist formerly known as prince purple mm. sort of uh lounge thing <laughs> but it even has this like little ornate thing at the top of it that makes it look very royal like there's a very <laughs> royal situation happening here and then you have a mannequin um I, I can't tell if the mannequin is missing her leg from the knee down or if it's just bent in such a way that the other things in the basement are hiding it perhaps you can clear that up for me i think she's it's bent I'm, okay so like she has her legs she, yeah. she has all of her faculties okay oh great. she has all <laughs> of her <laughs> and she she's laying one hand behind her back um completely naked 
She's got a little bit of peach fuzz here that I can see, and she wants to be painted like one of your French girls. It, it seems like she's got some rouge or uh, some lipstick on here. Yeah. And I really know what's going on with her uh, her hair. If it's, uh, I don't really, it, is it a wig or is it like growing out of her head? I don't know. I don't know. And and you've skipped over. You said peach fuzz. Did you? Specify? But she doesn't have. She doesn't have any hair any other place on her body. No, just her head <laughs> and her just, bush. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. So I have questions <laughs> about what sort of mannequin. Mm-hmm. Where did she get this, and why does she have it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm um, also. Amy would like to clarify and make note that their names are, in fact, Fifi and Zelda. Hold on. I'll send you Zelda. Is this Zelda? Oh, no, no. This, this one's Fifi. This, oh. That one's Fifi. Okay. Zelda's who just cool. Who named them? Uh, or think, did they come with these names? I, I don't know. I will find okay. that information out. Uh, I also just want to draw your attention to the... Um, Burton Ernie money banks in the box <laughs> below. <laughs> like, what is going on in this house? It's a lot of fun. You should really go sometime. Oh my god, that skeleton is cool. Yeah, that's like, yep, and I, that's Zelda. That, that's cool. I would like a human skeleton. Yep, that's Zelda. It's like an antique store down there. Slash, could be a little hoardy. Oh, which right. they're aware of. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, Amy's not sure if grandma named them or came with the names. So, but you could even I meet mean, them in person sometime. I just want to, I just want the backstory there. I just want to know how we came into possession of such a thing and why mm -hmm. we still have it. Oh, well, I mean, that's the hoarding situation. She has a lot of things. <laughs> Right, but <laughs> anyway, hey, Amy, sorry about all this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so what else pop culture? <laughs> I actually don't have anything. I feel like this always happens that I see things periodically throughout the week and, um, want to talk oh I do have a thing oh my gosh I, I totally forgot I am totally obsessed with Billie Eilish and I did not know oh that she was a vegan god let's take a moment to myself I'm sitting in my office typing well typing maybe I'm looking at an email who knows and my office mates there and we're one of our co-workers friends comes in looking for a file and goes, I have a question. And this is like a pretty cut and dry person, relatively new. Um, she's only been there like two months or so. And she goes, I see this name everywhere and I don't know anything about them. Can you tell me? And we're like, sure. Who is it? <laughs> it's Billy Irish. <laughs> <laughs> and we go, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Oh, and no. like, I can't help but laugh. Of course, like, and yeah, Billy Irish. Anyways, That's I had funny. to share that story. Also, my <laughs> my intern wore two right shoes the other day. Oh, my God. And pointed them out. This is why she's my intern. Like, I found the right person. She, like, walked in first thing. She's like, hi, I wore two right shoes today. Oh, my God. So I'm trying to keep my one foot half out of the one so it doesn't look as weird. And I laughed oh at her. God. It was great. Anyway, sorry. I was, I had to, these are funny things that happen. Office life, man. Go ahead. Tell me about Billy Irish. Um, I didn't know that she was a vegan. Um, and she, she's like very young. I think she's only 16 or something like that, which, um, if you listen to her music, it's kind of like a 16 year old is singing this. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> um, but she, um, so she's a vegan and I guess she, um, she like posted on her Instagram, encouraging her fans to go vegan and talked about, um, the, um, the factory farms and like the conditions in which animals are kept. And it was, you know, of course, veg news and all of the, the outlets were like freaking out and posting out all over the place. But I just thought it was cool. Cause, um, 
another celebrity being vocal and she is a really big deal right now. Like she's got a pretty big following and I didn't know that she was a vegan. So I had no idea um, either. Pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, she's 17 and she's been a vegan since 2014. So since she was like 12, that's pretty rad. Yeah. 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 Um, just to close the gap with the, um, story of how Fifi came to be. Uh, <laughs> nobody knows. Amy called. Amy right ca- back. Yeah, Amy called her mom to ask, and her mom does not know. Only oh her god. grandma knows. Oh my god! I need to know. So. Anyways. Anyway. So that? Um, yeah. Also, another pop culture thing. Just the thing I saw on Veggie News. Uh, Beyond Beef is coming. I know. Do you think it'll come to us? Uh, it said Whole it's- Foods and Shoprites. I know, and we have those. We have that. We do. And we don't have Wegmans. Fuck that. Yeah. I wish we had Wegmans. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I hope so. It's supposed to be next week, I think. Yeah. I'm so, very curious. I'm going to be checking every single time I go to a store because I need it. And I know it's going to be expensive. I'm just, like, preparing myself for the price it's gonna point. Be, yeah, it's going to be ridiculous, I'm sure. I'm going to say for, what, like, eleven ninety nine. For yeah, that's, I, that's what I was thinking, like twelve ninety five, uh-huh. like pushing $15. That's uh-huh. what I would guess as well. And I'm going to pay for it at least once. At least once. I concur. Yep. Um, because I want to try to make like meatballs with it. I'm not going to use yeah. it for like crumbles, like beefless crumbles or anything like that for tacos because right. I already have Gardein. But yeah. I'm, I'm thinking meatballs. I know Andy okay. might want to do a meatloaf. Ooh, yeah. You know, so... Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So that's coming. So we have to keep an eye out. Yeah. And you know what's funny is we could be like, if you find them, buy one and I will come get it from you. And that's like, (laughs) we're assuming it would be like $30 just for two packages of meat. It's fine. It's all right. Anyways, there's a Beyond Beef packed we made, I guess. A Beyond Beef packed. A beef packed. A beef packed. That's fine. We're making a beef pack. That works. We've said beef a lot for a vegan podcast. Are, are we fired? <laughs> mm. Mm, maybe. Who's going to fire us? Oh, yeah. we. This is us. This is ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody can fire us. Nobody. Someone hits report inappropriate content on, like, I don't know, Stitcher or something. Can well, you even do that? I don't know if you can do that. I don't think you can. I don't think so either, but who the fuck knows? You can just troll us. We don't care. <sighs> Anyways. Um, so emails now? Or do you want to just briefly talk about I guess it's more a question what you and I had like mentioned. Yeah, no, and I think we've talked about it like kind of partly before because yeah. um it always comes up when any sort of um uh, rescue or organization of any kind having to do with animals does some sort of a fundraiser that mm-hmm. serves meat. So we've definitely talked about the crossover before and mm-hmm. like the sh- should they, would they, should they, could they, like, you know. But I feel like it, um, it's just such an interesting topic because I actually like have mixed feelings about it. I was going like, to say, what are your sides? What are your what are your feelings if you had to say like right off the cuff? Well, well, you know what I'll say is that something that I have learned um, from personal experience with some strictly vegan organizations is that um, any kind of exclusivity is like not a great idea. So, you know, I I. I feel firmly that organizations like I used to volunteer for the Humane Society of the United States and I always had mixed feelings because they have some questionable stances on horse racing and like they kind of, you know, flounder a little bit with some other stances. And I always had really mixed feelings about that. And I used to volunteer at Whiskers and I a local sanctuary for cats here. And I can remember the first year that they did an event they served me at the event and then people started to complain and, and make comments and, they changed that. They're vegetarian at their events now. And I was asked to do photography at the Humane Society, our local Humane Society one year. And I actually turned it down because they were serving animals at the event. And I felt like that was contradictory. Mm. And 
So me personally, I feel like if you are advocating for one animal, you should not be serving animals at your events. You should be advocating for all animals. I feel that very strongly, but I do understand where the gray area comes in because you don't want to alienate mm -hmm. the people who are supporting you. Like non-for-profits rely solely on donations, right? And mm -hmm. so... I think it, it's it's crazy how controversial the animal rights world is. Like if you're a, an animal rights organization supporting one thing and you have the nerve to speak out on another, you're going to get a lot of backlash. And that's crazy to me, but it's also the world that we live in. So, you know, I, 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 I feel conflicted about it because I do strongly feel that if you're standing up for one, you should stand up for all, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, I think there's a lot of hypocrisy there. But I also understand the tendency to err on the side of caution, because like I said, with my experience with a lot of strictly vegan organizations, there's a lot of alienation and alienation does not get you anywhere. You're not going to reach people mm. if you're alienating them. So making people feel uncomfortable is really not the way to go. I think there's a way to like bridge that gap in a much um more appropriate and respectful way. And, mm -hmm. and I think that's the problem is that a lot of organizations don't know how to do that or they don't realize that they should. And once they do realize that they should, they just, they don't know how. And I think that's the problem that needs to be addressed. Not the like, who do we support? Who do we not support? But like, how do we support it all? You know? Mm -hmm. And like, uh, uh, I have, I just saw something and the, and there's different like, levels hold on I have to find a thing that I just saw yeah no there's totally different levels and it, it's I, I guess like the thing that I have the biggest issue really is with organizations that serve animals at their events I, that I think is very hypocritical I get the disconnect of course because we talk about it all the time but I think again if you're going to advocate for one you have to advocate for all I understand why organizations wouldn't necessarily step out in a vocal way to partner with other organizations like is um you know out of the pits which is a local dog rescue are they going to partner up with horse racing wrongs probably not even if they do agree with them they're probably not going to go out on a limb and say we as an organization believe this is wrong because mm -hmm. then they're going to alienate a lot of their supporters mm -hmm. and while that sucks i do understand that you know you don't want to get rid of your you know constituent base if you will right Right, right. I sent you guys something that's just, like, disgusting. It just made me think. Yeah. Oh, no! What? <laughs> no! Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. So there's, like, different levels of not that... Okay, so this is... I And we can post this, actually. I blow this shit up. Because this is one of those, like, I don't... This is... You that's don't have awful. to tolerate this. This is a sign for State Fair Meadowlands. June 20th through July 1st. There's a picture of a human being chowing down on some form so of meat. I have so many problems with this. Yep. And it says pigs, see one, <gasps> eat one, be one. I have so many problems with this. Yeah. So many problems with this. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. So just it just brought to my brain, not to get off the topic of, because obviously the state fair isn't promoting animal rights per se. That, that poor girl, does she know what she agreed to be a part of? <laughs> to have her picture on a fucking billboard yeah. that's essentially calling her a pig? Does she know? <laughs> right. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. So calling her a pig, there's just a lot. There's a lot of problems with that. There's so many problems with that. So... Oh, it is Jersey. That figures. Yeah, Meadowlands is Jersey. Yeah, that figures. But, like, that's really bad. Anyway. That's really, really bad. Right? And, like, okay, so, again, they're not promoting animal rights by any means. But if you were to go to any other but state they fair. they are promoting, yeah, well, they're promoting animal agriculture. Exactly. Which is not, it, it, I, I am not promoting animal agriculture. No. However, 
isn't the point of fairs for people to like go in and see like the delusion of what they think animal agriculture is right or at least they're like oh look at the nice baby cows right, right. Like, do you want to milk do a you cow? want to milk a cow we do it. So, yeah. like well that is a lie okay we know that that's not great we know that animal agriculture is bad they are at least trying to put forth that face and saying, look at these things, pet this cow. But then to be and, like, and look like, at this pig at, and yeah. eat it. And there, I feel like state fairs are also about like local farms. Right. Too. Yes. Like, look at your local, your local yes. farms, your local this, your local that. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be a positive message. Yeah. I obviously still don't agree with it, but it's supposed to be a, a place of like promoting something positive. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So. Oh, no, 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 no. But instead, we're going to put this poor blonde girl on a billboard and call her a pig. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, God. Is, Funny. Isn't that bad? Funny. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Not great. It's very problematic. Um, but you, <sighs> see, you do see kind of things like that. Like, I don't know. Like, you've seen how many dog um shelter fundraisers that almost always yeah. serve hot dogs yeah i was gonna say there was that whole thing not that long ago i forget what organization it was locally but somebody was having a fundraiser and they were serving hot dogs and it was something like dogs and dogs or something some sort of catchphrase about adopting dogs and eating hot dogs right remember yep i don't remember i don't remember the specifics but i remember us talking about it yep and it's, and it's that stuff that I'm like, oh, no, we need to do better. Like, we just need to do better. And, and there was a, a fundraiser for somebody, re- not that recently, but recently enough that I remember us talking about it. That was at, at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember who that was for either, but it was another local animal organization trying to raise money. And it's just like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, it's interesting because I... <sighs> I it's hard I I get it but from like a so for instance from like a nonprofit perspective and like fundraising and things like that you you can do better but sometimes like I get the other side of it of like you want to do a fundraiser you can't do all of your fundraisers at bourbon and wolves for instance right so like you, you know you go to other places but like isn't it a little hypocritical to be going to like the worst of the worst and like especially if you're promoting health i know um yeah i saw that in that same social media group that someone was like we're having this fun oh it was at core life because there's a new core life opening in oh. the area and it was like core life's someone posted and was like we're having this fundraiser for the american cancer society there's a lot of vegan options tofu and stuff like that and then someone responded with well are you also serving red meat and something else at this fundraiser yeah. and like yes you are because it's core life right but you're raising money for the heart association though mm-hmm. so yeah yikes yeah <laughs> but you know what's what's crazy to me is that like i feel like so much of that is in your marketing because you don't have to market an event as being vegetarian or no. vegan just have it be that and have the food be such that nobody is mad about it you know and also like especially with animal organizations especially i would say above all people love animals people love to give money for dogs people love to give right. money for cats people love that shit so you're gonna raise money either way it's i think so much of it is in how you present it and how you like back yourself up and and making sure that you're taking the right steps to not offend anybody obviously but also why would why should that offend somebody you know I, right or at the very <laughs> least keep it like keep it low key so like let's say you're having this at benson's right you know local pet store you're having a thing for the out of the pits or whatever the the pit bulls mm-hmm. um rescue and they're having a fundraiser sure fine if you feel like you need to have hamburgers and hot dogs fine but you don't have to market it like dogs for dogs or something yeah, like that or whatever that was yeah I, I don't remember what the specifics were around that but i remember it was something like that and we were like what the fuck you know like just just <laughs> be weird. like low-key about it too like start yeah. there and then slip it in that oh we're having a fundraiser and there's baked goods or or whatever and don't say that they're vegan right you know just just sneak it <laughs> yeah people won't know the difference yeah you don't have to go out of your way you know like i don't expect every you know cat 
rescue and dog rescue to start doing fundraisers for cows. Right. Like, that's not realistic. And I don't think that you, I don't personally think that these rescues should be, you know, spreading themselves too thin or trying to do these other things. I just think Mm -hmm. in the mission, their mission to save cats and dogs, they don't have to exploit any other animals. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know exactly. Because I understand again. I understand not wanting to take a political stance. Yeah, totally exactly. But there are things that you can do that aren't taking political stances, right? You know, and I think it's unfortunate that that making choices like that are seen as as political. You know, mm-hmm. food options are seen as political. It's the most insane thing. I feel like, like we've said before, nobody gets as riled up about anything as they do when you try to tell them what they should and shouldn't eat. It's especially when you're coming at it from like a, a vegan ethical place. Mm-hmm. It's truly the most outrageous thing, but it doesn't have to be. And that's and it is so much in your approach, I think, and how you go about talking about it and or whether or not you even do go about talking about it or you just say this is what we're doing now and that's the way of it. Right. Or, you know, if you're uncomfortable taking a stance, then I get that. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there's such a missed opportunity. I've been thinking so much about it. I feel like there's just such a missed opportunity, especially locally, because there are so many animal organizations oh that could overlap. I know I feel like I keep picking on out of the pits, but I think that they're just such a good example because everybody has such a misconception about pit bulls mm-hmm. and the amount of advocacy and work that that organization probably has to do would really pair well with somebody like Nicole and her horse racing organization. But people don't make those connections and people right. don't see the things that I'm fighting for with this animal, oh my God, they're happening to other animals. And that animal is just as valuable just because they don't live in my house and sleep on my bed doesn't make them less valuable. Right. Just because society has taught me that cows don't matter. You know, like it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. It's a shame. It's crazy. Honestly, it, it feels, it feels crazy. It does. So. It does feel crazy when you're on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. I think that we just need to buy. You know what we should do? We should. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we should go buy a bunch of copies of Melanie Joy's Why We Eat Cows, Wear Pigs, and Love Dogs or whatever it is. And go put them in all those uh, mailboxes. No, libraries. You know how you see like the mm-hmm. libraries in people's front yards, mm-hmm. like the, the little library things? Mm-hmm. We just need to buy a bunch of copies of that book. And we need to go leave it in random places all over town. And we'll, we'll, they won't even know. They won't even know what we did. <laughs> we'll get Just guerrilla warfare. Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Guerrilla advocacy. Like that's real right. quiet. Just, just like, boop, there it yeah, is. Just We're sneak gone. it right in. Sneak it right into their little lawn library. Their little lawn library. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's a good idea. It is a good idea. Maybe someone can get Melanie Joy. Do you want to sponsor? I know. I don't know what happened to my copy of that book. I let somebody borrow it and I never got it back. I I have a copy, but I bought that copy. Yeah, I don't know. I gave it to somebody. I don't know. Jesse, I might be looking at you. I let somebody borrow it and I never got it back. Uh, I can. uh, She's coming this weekend if you want to bully her. I might have to. I'm, I'm. I I don't know if it was her. It might have been. (laughs) (laughs) You can say it is if you want. I'm just going to – that's the new story is that Jessie stole that book out of my hands. Maliciously. She Mm -hmm. She maliciously stole it out of my hands. Yep. Yep. Hey, look, a new noise. Yeah. I mean, you never know what you're going to get, truly. Oh, man. So – uh. Do you want to read a couple of these emails? Yeah, let's do it. (sighs) I, like, don't want to read the first part of this one. And we're catching up on some past emails, guys. So this one is from the beginning of May. I, like, want to skip this first part because I don't think it needs to be said. But I'm going to say it anyways. From Carissa. Not a whole lot to say. Way behind on the podcast. Just wanted to say a huge thank you to Andy for being the silent Bob. <laughs> I was like, why do you want to skip this? <laughs> it gets worse. Don't ever say anything. Doesn't ever say anything. But when he does, it's profound and intelligent. Ew. I know. <laughs> Is she listening to the right podcast? No. 
That's the thing. Like, this is what I thought was going to happen, is that Andy would be the fan favorite. Yeah. Like, yeah, Carissa, you're his favorite listener. So, and um, that was really insulting. And now you're never, ever getting cookies from Kiki again. Loser. Just saying. Drama. Anyways, this is, I was concerned about everyone would fall in love with Andy. So, apparently it's true. Um... In this particular, and we got did get permission to share this. Um, all right. Continuing on, just moving on from that. Um, Carissa says, I have a friend who refuses to vaccinate her kids, all five of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it will cause autism and other problems, and so they don't go to public school. The same friend has told me that because her pet bunny will eat and enjoy meat means that it's meant for humans to eat and that we should. She's also one of those people who does the mmm and yums while eating meat in front of me while poking fun at my food. Wait, wait, wait. I need you to stop for one second okay. because I need to know. Um, I mean, you obviously can't tell me. but um, Carissa could what do you, probably. What do you mean, Carissa? What do you mean when you say that her bunny loves to eat meat? What sort of meat is she feeding to her bunny? That's a really great question. Like, what do you mean? I don't think that a bunny would naturally eat like. No, aren't they carrot and lettuce eaters? Yeah, like what are you talking about? (laughs) I'm concerned. I'm really concerned for your friend, and I'm concerned. I'm just concerned. What is she feeding her children? Her Ah, unvaccinated autistic children. (sighs) By the way, well, they're not. They're they're not not. autistic. They're not. That's true. That's true. That's true. Duh. My bad. Stupid. God, that is so offensive to anyone who is on the spectrum at all. Yes, I agree completely. I really hate that. So what if it causes autism? It doesn't. But so what if it did? Anyways. Right. Anyways. Uh, um, this uh, Chris's friend also says that mushrooms are sentient and feel pain. So her view on animals is moot. This person sounds stupid. Yeah, that's just like actual not true facts. <laughs> like those are not those aren't real things. Like, those are very simple to prove false things. Oh, Uh interesting. Um, She also stated, matter of factly, that autism is just brain damage, not a real neurological or developmental disorder. Fucking brain damage. (laughs) I just wanted to thank you guys for not being ignorant and just believing what the sheeple share on the internet. I love the word sheeple. Um... Um, I, I don't want to upset or offend anybody, but Carissa, I need to question your choice in friends. (laughs) I apologize, but I think, girl, I think we need to have a conversation. Lucky for you, your two new best friends are right here. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, and then she says, let's see, at the random... Uh, Andy responded to this one right away. So, <laughs> oh, he said, da, da, da. I like to read the middle bit of your email. And listen, go ahead and not mention names. Well, I don't think she actually said ever said her name. Well, said her, her name. Anyways, there's another part. Um, but, you know, she said that she just really appreciates that we um, that we're good people and that we basically use our brains so, anyways, yeah, that's about it for that one. I have to also question this friend. It makes me that's sad. Not, yeah. It makes me really sad. Yeah. <sighs> I have lots of friends who have different, like... Yeah. Not, not Actually, that's not true. I don't have any friends who think the vaccines are bad. I I no, really oh, I hope I don't. I swear no. to God, if any of you listening to this are like, you're all my friends. All of our listeners are our friends. But if like you're my in real life, like I've ever been in the same house with you, friend, and you think vaccines are bad, don't ever talk to me again. Yeah, I don't. Just I don't I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure I don't have any of those. And it's you know I have. Friends who have differing opinions or different thoughts and whatever, but nothing quite as, you know, against actual science. Right. <sighs> right. So, like, that's a thing. Yeah. 
because you know I love a good you know difference of opinion but that's a whole other level right yeah she did say in a follow-up email after Andy um asked if we could share uh she said yes and then um you know at least it's nice enough to have a vegan option for me when we go over for game nights. So, like, it's interesting because you would not think someone who, like, is that in your face about eating meat around you or poking fun at your food would then have a vegan option. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't, that sounds kind of I just have questions. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I would just want, I don't know. I feel like I know Carissa well. <laughs> I feel like we've talked to her a couple of times back and forth and I just want to be like, you know, you're, you know, if you feel like you're, I don't want to say getting something out of a friendship, but like kind of, do you know? I know. Yes. I took a, um, intuition development course a few years back at Spirit Tree Connections in Latham and it was the best course ever. Like I am still so grateful to Brandon and the things that I learned in that class. And one of the things that he said that really stuck with me is you have to ask yourself, is this relationship mutually beneficial? And I think that she needs to ask herself that. This has been Therapy Corner. You're welcome. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We were discussing it. I remember at that time we were discussing it in like a like a job, like in a career capacity, like in terms of like you and your coworkers, you and your boss, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, is this relationship mutually beneficial? Like, is this going to further your career? Is this going to further the things that you want for yourself in that respect but I think it applies to like yeah it's I don't it's you don't want to say it in terms of like transaction right because you don't want your relationships to be transactional um but you should get something even if it's like brightening your day or you should get something from your friends the people that you choose to let into your life even if it's a shoulder to cry on or you both watch Pretty Little Liars and then you cry because Ugh. you watched Pretty Little Liars and it's so Let's dumb do that. that it makes it's you cry. Dumb. You know, anything like that, it it all depends. There's you should just be able to they should make your life better uh-huh. without harm without causing harm simultaneously. So I don't know. I concur. I just hope that Watch out for yourself in general. Everyone. Yeah. Everybody. Only let good people into your life. Um, anyways, next, and actually then we got another Carissa email. See? Best friends. Um, I actually want to know uh, how this went for her. She attempted to make her own Colby cheese. Oh, shit. I want to know about that, too. And also, is the beer Irish Death available on this side of the U.S.? I don't think so. I've never. Heard I don't of know. That. Andy's gonna. Not, not that I know anything about beer. Yeah, Andy's gonna find out. Um, but anyways, I want to know, Carissa, how the Coley cheese went. So let me know that. Um, then she said we have to do a D and D episode. So, Cat, the fans are asking what? you to play D and D. Uh, the fans are calling to you are they yeah let's see people who would listen um the everyone i know guys they would listen to it um carissa how would we do that you've just you just you just do what we're doing and you play D &D and it would just be recording everything that happened that sounds so much fun (laughs) Like, so much fun. I mean, I guess. It'd be great. Yeah. Um. So we're definitely doing that. And then she said on the nerdy note that she cosplays and a few items that I have for certain costumes are definitely not vegan friendly. And she's torn because she had put so much work into them before starting to go through and getting rid of personal items that were leather, fur, wool, etc. That I can't sure. bring myself to just throw it out. But does that make me less vegan? No. Uh. Um, it's mostly for cause my love and means so much to me. Sanua from Hellblade, Sanua Sacrifice. I don't personally know who that is. Andy, do you? He's going to look, though. Um, oh, because it's a mental health-based storyline. You know, there's things in the future that I can slowly remake, but I don't want to hang on, hang up the costume until I do. She, and she feels hypocritical do about it. And I, like, 
I get that, but I say don't feel hypocritical about that. No, I get it too, but like, don't. No. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Especially if it's something that me, if it's like, okay, so if it's like a random leather bag that you bought in New York City because you were with your friends and it was cool because you were 16, you know, get rid of that. If, mm-hmm. you know, if it has no value to you. But if it's something that means something to you, especially a cosplay costume, because I know how much time and energy and heart and money goes into those things, maybe don't. Like, if it means something to you. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, I think that's fine. That is cool. That picture. Yeah, that's really cool. So is that the character, Andy? Oh, yeah. It's pretty. That's, I would, oh, my God, definitely don't. Send us pictures of you in your costume. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Is that, do that weird? No. Well, I mean, hold I on, hold on, it. hold on. That's just a Carissa, for the love of God, please. Don't. Oh, ev- no. I oh, want all the costumes. Mm, you know that <laughs> Sean's going to send us some weird-ass picture of him let's, in a costume, I, let's right? Let's have it. Give it to me. I want to see uh, it. If I see an my email from Sean, someone all. else is opening that first. I'll open it right up. Oh, God. Yes. I don't know. We just asked for you just open Pandora's box. It was scary. Yeah, so many. It'd be great though. Watch that be the one time we get flooded with like a thousand emails. I hope so. I'm feeling let down up till now. Honestly. It's quality though over quantity. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um I say Chris, I keep your costume. And when you can work on doing something different that isn't animal based for your costume then do that but like don't definitely don't throw it out um and then musician pick for animal rights ogre slash skinny puppy oh sure me and skinny puppy go way back so there you go (laughs) i have no idea who that is me neither i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up on apple music right now skinny Oh, skinny puppy. Ah. Okay. They have a oh. They're from the 80s. This is an 80s. Band. Andy, is this a Andy? This seems like an obscure thing that you would know. Interesting. That's just a taste. <laughs> the band's theatrics are typically just as innovative and challenging as their recordings. Their early shows featured a stage bedecked with skulls, stylus, props, and televisions depicting shocking footage of animal experimentation. Oh. Additionally, Ogre's theatrics have run the gamut from disturbing shadow play to graphic evisceration to interaction with torturous set pieces. Hmm. Andy, this seems like something you would like. It sounded pretty rad. Yeah. 30 plus years. Are Guar and Skinny Puppy friends? <laughs> this sounds like a really great tour. If not, this is a match made in fucking heaven. Honestly, I have questions about that. They should be best friends. So that's really cool. So that was fun. Chris, I feel like, is educating us, which I like. Yeah. A lot. Um, and then, let's see. From there, we have... A couple of Sean Nuggets. <laughs> Do we? <clears throat> Subject, barf. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, y'all almost got me to puke on this week's podcast. Oh, the placenta yeah. episode. With that being said, oh, I take my yeah. placenta like a real man and crush the placenta <laughs> capsule up and snort it. <laughs> if there were ever... The definition of a real man, Sean. Yep. It would be that. Yep. And then he specified that waterfalling is like drinking in the drinking game. Waterfall is when everyone drinks in a row and one person is the leader. And when they stop drinking, the person to the left of them becomes the leader. So it trickles down from person to person until you've reached the river and lake that you're used to. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yikes. Yep. So. Cool. There's that. Cool. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 And then another, um, <laughs> uh, also from Sean, insects and other such pests have every right to live until they start fucking with you. Self-de- <laughs> self-defense is totally vegan. Try to deter before exterminate. But yeah, see, fuck the butterflies. I mean, mosquitoes. 
let's um let's like really prioritize getting sean on the podcast honestly well he's always traveling to timbuktu or whatever well, maybe he could just go ahead and send us his schedule and we'll just get it in on the books that sounds like a good idea because like we've been talking about that for like almost two years now and i'm honestly i'm ready i'm ready my are you because i'm not sure i am i am but i'm not you know it's one of those <laughs> like laughter. i'm excited for this i was not the ready for this because be... like my body's gonna hurt from laughing that's it's all gonna it's be gonna be fantastic oh yeah, my I can't god wait. let's do it sean oh. let's do it i'm waiting for like somehow him to be listening even though this isn't live and like you can email know. being like here's I my know. schedule Bing! yeah <laughs> Um, so also in that email, uh, Sean would like to call out the awesome cat fight. It was scary. I no, just it was, <laughs> it sounded like one or two of your cats died or possibly was, more. Yeah, no, it was not a, no joke. No joking matter. It was concerning. <clears throat> and then just as a logistical clusterfuck of a company. Um, great products, but absolutely terrible production. Apparently, they've expanded to... F- sophist- Whoa, hold on. I just had a stroke. Let me stop. Back it up. Apparently, they've expanded facilities to uh, produce more than one product at a time. They're putting all their just eggs in one basket. But um, So... So because they're making all that just egg, I can't have yep. my just anything else. Pretty it's not even that much. good. Pretty much. Just egg is like the one thing they make that I don't really care about. Oh, I know. I've like I said, I, I think you've tried it. I haven't actually tried uh-huh. it yet. I'm I, I don't care. It's it's great on the bourbon and wolf breakfast sandwich, but otherwise I don't care. I'm fine with But my also tofu. you could be to yeah, it could be tofu. I prefer a tofu scramble to like whatever else. Like I don't care about it. Yeah. No. I care about my just ranch. And then ahem. And finally. Planet O is absolutely a smaller container than Oatly. I just finished a container Suck it. myself. Suck it's, it. It's fine. It I just still does I'm just not, saying, even but that's, if it is, uh, but I'm saying still does it's just, not but that's account why it's for cheaper. the price difference. It's, like it, if it's like if it's wait smaller, a second, that's hundred percent how that works. Listen, that's definitely how that works. <laughs> if it is smaller, it's not small enough to warrant a dollar fifty price difference. It's not. It would have to be so much smaller to be a, to warrant a dollar fifty price difference. Look at the unit price. I want to know what the unit price difference is. I'm gonna go look now. Do some research. Andy is Andy gonna look on the internet? No. Is he already doing that? No. I just need to know. I mean, I will tell you, the Oatly Barista, the little containers, is the same price yeah. as the big containers of the regular Oatly. It is. Yes. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's the same. It's the same price as the big container, and it's um <laughs> like a third of the size, probably. But I, you know, the only thing I'll say is that I think Oatly has taken the world by storm, and yes. so I would imagine that the price will start to go down because the manufacturing will go up. You know what I mean? You know how like it? It's always the thing of like vegan vegan stuff is so expensive because it's it's the demand is not quite there or oh, whatever it's the there. case may be. I know. So I feel like Oatly is going to yeah. will hopefully come down in price because I actually feel like it didn't used to be as expensive as it is. It's four ninety nine, like anywhere you go. It and is. I don't feel like it used to be. I think it, so, m- it may have been like three ninety nine or yeah, maybe I feel like lower. it was like know. like four nineteen even. Even like it's yeah, just so much more. It's in that like ripple bracket. That's why I stopped mm-hmm. buying Ripple. Honestly, I love it, but it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I is a poor girl. We're um. We, Andy's gonna die, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're but, <All> right, bye. <laughs> the new facility opening for Oatly should also help that as well because you True. have instead of having to like worry about everything Uh-oh. coming internet because it's it's been like international yeah. at this point, yeah. No. So yes. coming over from Sweden, so or wherever their facility is in uh, Europe, I don't actually know where it is. Sometimes, but. sometimes the connection cuts out a little bit and I lose some of your words and I just start talking because there's nobody there. And I bet some, when Andy like splices these two things together, he, he gets to hear those little nuggets. Probably. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, also anyway. the Oatly ice cream truck is around 
San Diego maybe right now? Somewhere. I saw that. It's in that? LA. LA. Yeah, that's it's where in it LA. is. Fucking A. I would kill I for some Oli ice cream. Me too. What? <sighs> well, you're going to be um, at Woodstock this weekend, right? I am. So maybe people can stalk you down at Woodstock this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Stalk me. Do it. Come to June Jamboree at Woodstock Animal Sanctuary. Get a tattoo. Have a Beast Mode burger from Cinnamon Snail and mm-hmm. pet some cows. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Andy's going to yeah. give out a prize. Ooh. Yeah. If you find us, mm-hmm. we'll have a prize. Yes. And we'll keep it G-rated because yes. there's children. Yeah. Should should yeah. on the on the off chance that anybody is at the Pop Sugar Festival this weekend, that's where I will be. <laughs> Come buy a bath bomb from me. <laughs> <laughs> Andy shakes. His head. No. I'm really excited. There's a lot of like um, like Mandy Moore is going to be there, and like a lot of famous people are going to be there. So I'm going to like stock all of them down in my off time. I don't have bail, just so you know. <laughs> well, you know, say okay. lovey. Okay, great. Yeah. I guess we should probably run before Andy yes, dies. Yes, before Andy croaks. Um, go to patreon.com and support us that way if you can. And if you can't do that, you can rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, which would also be great. And if you can't do that, f- fuck off. But also, <laughs> <laughs> but also tell a friend at the Rude. very least. Tell a friend. And that would be great. You've been listening to the V-Spot podcast with your best mm-hmm. friends. <laughs> your bestest friends your bestest best friends next best up for friends. merch best friend rings best friends best friends forever best friends forever dance forever always will be there talking about friends F is for friends that do stuff <laughs> together U is for you and me friendship and is for anywhere and anytime at all down here in the deep blue sea. Oh boy. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> that was a good one. It's a good ending. <laughs>